Hi, I'm Daryl Urbanski, and welcome to the Best Business Podcast. My mission is to help create 200 new multimillionaire business owners. How? You'll do better when you know better. In my interviews, you'll hear from self-made millionaires, seven-figure business owners, authors, and world-class experts sharing how they did it so you can too without experiencing the same obstacles they did. When your life and your business grow as a result of what you're about to discover, please call me and tell me about it. The number to leave a voicemail is 1-888-844-GROW. That's 1-888-844-4769. Long-distance charges may apply. Dial now to call me, connect, share your personal story of how my interviews have helped, or share your current challenges and frustrations so I can connect you with an appropriate course, coach, or help you if you connect. Now, if you like this interview, please share it with a friend you think will benefit. They'll appreciate it, and I will as well. You can also connect with me on social media. Look for Daryl Urbanski, D-A-R-Y-L, Urban Ski, U-R-B-A-N-S-K-I, and add me so we can be friends. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy what I've prepared for you right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your host as always. And today we are joined by Brilliant Lou, widely known as at House of Leaders on Instagram, with over 1.2 million engaged followers at the time of this recording. Brilliant, which is his actual first name, is a serial entrepreneur who built Executive X, a group of companies where all the creative forward thinkers gather to help elevate brands and build powerful influencers. Through the community he created with his Instagram profile, House of Leaders, he and his team encourage people to spread kindness like crazy and make leadership go hand-in-hand with compassion. Brilliant has a passion to help people plus businesses grow and make a big impact in this world. So I've asked him to join us here today so we can better understand how we can grow our own followings with leadership and compassion. So brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us today, my friend. How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you for the awesome introduction, Daryl. Yeah, first of all, I want to thank every, uh, you for having me here, and it's an honor. I really look forward to this. Thanks, man. I think it'll be a fantastic win-win-win. I mean, a lot of people want, it's very sexy to have a large following, but actually right before we hit record, we were just kind of joking about, you know, some people have followings of 10,000 or 100,000 people that are more engaged and uh, some people with a million followers. And that's why in your bio we said a million, 1.2 million engaged followers because that's kind of the real magic. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But before we even dive into any of that stuff, how did you get started with entrepreneurship and, and building online followings? Like, do you come from a family of marketers? Are your parents marketers? How did you get involved with business and marketing? Okay, so, well, my my mom divorced twice. So my mom raised me as a single mom, so I don't have any background of marketing and business. But it just runs on, like, I have something runs on my veins that I think I have to learn about marketing. I have to learn about branding. I have to learn everything about business because I love business. I love building brands. That's when I think almost nine years ago, I decided to just hustle up and do my best, do everything I can to learn, to grow, and to know everything I can. Just spend everything, keep learning every day. It's okay to do mistakes, it's okay to, do, to fail. The focus is to keep learning, to keep growing so I can achieve more and more and more every single day, every single year. Mm, I love that. I love how you say it's okay to fail. Like that's a lot of people are afraid of failure, you know, but that's 
that that's how we learn. I mean, even as a child, you can hear my daughter screaming in the background every now and then. And yeah. you know, she's gonna she's gonna trip and fall a bunch of times. She's gonna you know, her it's just it's the way it just seems to be the way it goes. And so now for you, what were some of the biggest challenges you've had to face so far in your business career? Well, the biggest challenge I face I have now is I think well, to be honest, I don't have any uh, my, anything to face right now. But I think the biggest challenge is uh, balancing the time between family time, my time, and my personal time, and my work time. Sometimes it's really, really hard to uh, time manage everything because not just me, I have a lot of people looking for me, asking about, hey man, um, you seem to be able to maintain your time. You can wake up early, you can do meditation. You also can manage the time to sleep. Well, to be honest, sometimes I also sleep really, really late and have to wake up really, really early. Mm. And at one point, at the same time, sometimes it's really hard for me to wake up in the morning because, you know, my mind want to work, but my body is really tired at that day. So unless I have the, motiv- the right motivation, the right mindset to wake up, I'm really, I'm really going to just stay in, on the bed. So, yeah. That's my uh, biggest challenge. That's your biggest challenge. Have you had, like you said, you weren't afraid of failing as you came up. What, what were some of the mistakes that you had to make and learn from in your career? Because you said you weren't afraid to fail. So did you fail? What were some of the things and lessons that you learned? The most failures I have is when I built my first brand, Executive Mafia. I failed about seven times. It's not about, it's, I failed seven times. So... The failures, the seven times failures is the partners. I don't have the right partners because one of the partners decided to stop. They're not consistent. Sometimes it's about the community because we are growing big. They are uncontrollable. We don't know how to control them. We don't know how to grow them. At some point, we just fail. We just have to regroup or just create another group. Wrong platform to have a group on. So we have, I faced a lot of failures back then when I built Exit Mafia. Spent almost one year more and more, one year plus to build, to fail this uh, seven times on building Exit Mafia before finally I met the right partners. I have the, the, the perfect formula. I just, uh, you know, everything just click and I just started Exit Mafia and boom, we are, we grow, we're really big now. Um, we help and we have, uh, supported a lot of influencers all over the world. Mm, mm. And that's fantastic. That's awesome. So what would you recommend to people that are starting out and struggling? Like people that are trying to get a following going and trying to gain traction and become an influencer. Do you have any tips for people that are just starting or they seem to be struggling to get some traction? I think the first thing is, the first thing is you have to collapse. So do collaboration over competition because when people support each other, great things just happen. Turn Mm -hmm. competition into collaboration Mm -hmm. because when we collaborate with others instead of competing, we are opening ourselves up to more opportunities uh, and more people that can help us and keep us grounded and have our own back um, where the chips are down. So just collaborate over compete. If we really, really want to be a champion, we got to have the mindset of a champion. We have to think about who we can lift up instead of who is going to take 
from us. We, because we rise mm. by lifting others. And most of the times, we really, really need each, each other to grow. For example, there's a, two companies like Uber in my, um, in my country, Indonesia. People say, oh man, this company is beating this company or this company is beating this. I say, no, they need each other. This thing, there is only one of them in this country. They're going to monopolize everything. So if we as the users want to get, keep getting promotion, want the companies to grow, they need the same exact companies on the same field because that way they can grow and they can serve us better. And the second one I think is just be authentically you because being in authentic is really tiring and it's one of the most exhausting thing we can be. I know there is a really, really big pressure to compete on social media. There's tons of pages from personal brand, motivation, inspiration, luxury, travel, they're everywhere. But people and companies often showcase the highlight reels of their life or business online to make it look like they have it all. But really, mm. we, we just have to stay authentic as possible. We have to understand our really our personal thing, our uniqueness. We don't just don't do things because your idol does them or because someone else tells mm. you to. Just know that our personal brand, what is our personal brand and stay true to it. We have to commit to the authenticity and you will get the chance to display what makes you and your business different from the rest. Because mm. if we keep doing the same thing with other business, what's the difference between us and the other, the other business? So we have to be authentic as possible. Yeah, I think you're right because when you look at like an ecosystem, like if I look outside my house, there's a park and in this park there are birds and birds is like a, a category, like you said, like maybe it's a business coach or maybe it's, uh, it could even be like a nail salon, right? Like uh, the birds is a category. But in the park outside my house, there's some birds that eat ants and other insects. There's some birds that eat like small lizards and, and rats. There's some birds that eat other birds. There's some birds that eat nuts and berries. Like there's, there's some birds that eat the fish. So by being themselves, they've kind of all defined a small niche. But when you're trying to be everybody, you know, when you're trying to be the exact same, it just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It's like you miss a ton of leftover opportunity. But by being authentically yourself, you know, that really empowers you, I think, to, uh, to naturally find that niche. And also makes you more real, you know. People do business with yeah. people. So I think that's a really powerful statement as well. So. Yep. What are some of the biggest mistakes that you see other people making with their accounts right now? So we talked about like collaborate and be authentic. So what are some of the mistakes that you see people making? Like they're like, are they doing fake likes? Are they doing like follow for follow? Or you know, what are just some of the biggest mistakes you see your clients and other people making? I think all the people who don't grow, who really don't, not really growing is. I think the same mistakes everyone, every single person in Instagram or maybe other social media do is not patient enough. They focus on the wrong thing because they're not patient enough to wait for the growth. They focus more on the likes, on the engagement, and on the followers. They keep focusing on the numbers. If we really, really want to grow our presence in social media, we have to stop to focus on those numbers. Those numbers can make you really, really crazy. 
And if you keep focusing on that, you're not going to grow. And because people are focusing on the wrong thing, they start looking for the shortcut. Like they do follow for follow, they like for like. Well, like for like is okay, but for follow no for follow is not okay. I always tell my members in Actually Mafia, follow for follows lead to destruction of your page. Because when you follow someone and when they follow back and you unfollow them, you are putting a statement where I just follow you because I need you to follow me. And when people know that and people notice that, you won't get the real authentic followers that really loves your content when you're being authentic. I have friends, like you say, um, I have friends. I have uh, my coach, for example. My coach has only 50K, 50 plus, K plus followers, but he's making millions in revenue. So your, the numbers of your revenue or the num- uh, the big, how big your influence is on Instagram doesn't mm. limit it by the numbers of followers you have. doesn't limit it by the numbers of likes and engagement you have. It depends on how big uh, the value you give to your followers, to your audience. The rest is just, just learn how to connect well with your audience. You have to know them well, like they're your own son or your own daughter. Know how to communicate uh, best, the best way with them. So you know how to deliver your value in the correct way so they can really absorb that value. Hmm. Um, yeah. That's the biggest, biggest mistakes. They really are not patient. They just find the shortcut. So what should we focus on? Because you said they're focusing on the metrics. So if someone wants to say, this is my metric, what, what should they focus on? The, um, just focus on the value they can deliver to the audience. Just like, for example, if someone is really good at business or let's say they're a fitness coach, just focus on what he really can do creatively. So just put out a content, make out a video. The video don't have to be really good. It just has to be a video. Just post as much as content as you can every single day. If you don't, let's say, if you don't, you're, if you're really sick, you can go to gym that day and you don't have any content, just Record yourself talking about um, the self-motivation that you're sick. Even when I was sick, I have to try to work myself out. I can't miss a day because this is habits thing. Just document everything, every single thing. If you don't, if you're not successful yet, you don't have anything to talk about. Then just post your journey to the success. That mm. make you uh, a new content for you. Mm. I, I remember what you said before, even. Before this interview, and kind of like our little meet and greet there, you said the name of the game is basically documenting every as much as you can. Yeah. Whether it's good or it's bad or your ups or your down or the struggle, people will befriend you. I mean, it's funny, but I think it's, you know, I think it's true. Even when you're not successful, I think it's worth documenting that because it's almost like I'm not a huge fan, but if you take a look at like Harry Potter, Right. Yeah. There's every. I forget what the two. There's like Gryffindor and Slytherin, and Slytherin's like the bad guy team. And yeah. There's tons of people that love Slytherin, like Transformers. There's the Transformers and the Decepticons. The Decepticons are like the bad guys. So even if you do something and it blows up in your face, you could still get friends from it. Like you could, you know what I mean? Yeah, people yeah, yeah. Still, yeah, join True. your team. True. But if it's not out there. 
it kind of comes, this comes back to like an old school business principle where like you could have the world, it's almost like a Zen, a Zen quote too, if a tree falls in the woods and no one is there to see it, doesn't make a sound. It's like you could have the world's greatest product and service, but if nobody knows you exist, do you help anybody? And it's kind yeah. of like that. Like I remember I was in a, in a mastermind group, a coaching group, and I've been using this story a lot lately, but I think it's really, uh, it kind of shows what you're talking about. Like some people might be afraid of creating content because they're like, well, I'm not as good as X. I'm not a Tony Robbins, right, or something like that. But I remember I was in this meeting, and the guy was in the hot seat, and that was his turn to kind of talk about his business problems. And he was saying that he felt to accomplish his business goals, he had to go get this certification. And it was going to be like a two-year thing and a big financial investment. But he really felt that he needed to go and get that, and that was what was going to help him reach his next level in his business. And he was, uh, he was a relationship. He was a psychotherapist. He, uh, he was a psychologist, and he, he dealt with couples and relationships. And the guru at the time kind of asked him, well, how many people do you need for a really busy practice? And he said, well, I, have, you know, I could take like 100 more couples, and, you know, and then that would be kind of it. I would have to stop. And they went, okay, so you need 100 couples. And we were in New Jersey at the time, just across the bridge from Manhattan Island. I'm Canadian, but I was just there for this meeting. And they said, well, in this eight-block radius of where we are, how many couples do you think there are that you could help with the level of education you have right now? And he said, oh, well, maybe a couple of thousand, because there's all these high-rise buildings, right, like all these huge apartment buildings. And then it was like, okay, so you don't need more training and education. You need better marketing. You need more awareness. You need better exposure, because you can already help people with what you have. And that's kind of what you're saying now. It's about yes. creating content. It just create content. You know, be, let people put it out there so people can become aware of you and who you are. Now, I have a question. Yeah. Do you believe in, like, topic wheels and things like that? Like, do you believe in coming up with five or six items that really represent your brand or whatever? You, and, you know, it's like, if, like how, do you, how do you come up with ideas to create content? Is it okay if it's random? Does it have to be on the same theme? Do you recommend having a topic wheel? How do you approach that? I think just choose a niche. Like I choose to be, I'm a personal branding coach. I also consult some companies on branding. So I choose to post things about brands and how to do branding and how to do the personal branding about everything about that. So it's about being authentic. It, it's being the true, our true self. It's about that we bring brave enough to be able to own our story, to speak the truth, to be able to show up, to speak up. So I post every single thing, everything that related to personal brand, about branding and brands, about how to build a brand. So just everything about that, the videos, the posts, uh, the quotes, all the content is about that. So when I was speaking in an event or in the workshops or in seminars, I, I, when I say uh, to people that I'm expert in brandings and when people research about me on Google and uh, when they found my Insta- Instagram, they look at my content. They actually think that I'm actually no, I, I really know about this thing. I'm really an expert because I talk about these things every single day. Just imagine if you don't post about that. You post about uh, you swimming and then you go to gym and then you go to watch movies and then you chill and watch the Netflix things, movies. And then you tell people that you were the expert in um, some field. And then when people check on you and you don't have that, you, you don't have 
that content you don't have even um inspire people from um some platform before how can people trust you on on their money so i think plus if you keep putting out content that will really grow you for example if you're putting out content five to six content every single day for uh, for the 30 day streak it's around 180 content in one month just imagine you how much how many things you talk about in that specific niche in that specific mm. business in that specific field one or two people at least will really think that oh my god this this dude really know what he talks about i really want to work with him and when he hit you hit uh you 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 met that person in some events or he just simply dm you i want to work with you what's the price how to work together with you then you will get your audience you get the true audience you get your two clients so really just put out something you are you really love and you're really authentic about um, I always tell people that you have to love what you do and do what you love. Hmm. I'm sorry, do what you love and love what you do. And you, you can't just twist them out because you, if you don't love what you do, you can't love what, if you do, sorry, if you don't do what you love, you can't love what you do. So first, choose the thing that you really love about. If you, uh, if you love about fitness, then go for a fitness niche and talk. Just choose the six things like you say, choose the six things that you want to focus about. For example, me, I choose branding. I focus on the personal branding. And then from this personal branding, I, I will break it down again. And I, will, I can talk it about authenticity, about how to speak up, about the failures, um, how to get up from that, all the things that related. And then just put out the content every single day, consistently, without missing out any day. Build up that habit. So if you want to talk, if you have multiple interests, if you are like, let's say you love going to the gym, but you're also really into artificial intelligence and um, you also happen to have a thing for art, you wouldn't do one account with all that combined. You would do three separate accounts. Is that how, what you mean? And you, would, and you would try to post frequently on all of them? Well... If you have if you have a few interests in a different things at the same time, I will recommend recommend you to start this just start a brand on the different pages. So one for AI, one for fitness, and the other one for the other thing. But you really have to choose your field for your personal brand. Who, what you want to? When people hear you, hears your name. What impression you want that uh, that person will perceive you about? So, for example, I want people to know me as the, um, someone who is really passionate in brandings, in personal brandings especially. So, um, but I love leadership. That's why I have House of Leaders. But the way I put it in my account, my personal brand, my personal account, I put it that I, I really love things about brands and branding and I know I know about all, uh, everything about branding and I want to inspire people I want to help people I want to support people and I just want to work effort, uh, work with people who is interested uh, who needs who needs my services to support them with my branding skills hmm. so you, hmm. you can have a few brands it's okay because 
Well, the billionaires have, uh, have many companies under them, but you have to really choose uh, your, I mean, you, the, the real you. You can't be everyone, but you can be you, and that's your real power. So just choose to name yourself, like, I'm an entrepreneur. I always say, I always introduce my, myself to people that I'm an entrepreneur. I am also a branding strategist and I'm a social media expert. So I, I, my business is mostly on that part. If it's not branding, if it's not brand, it will be social, on social media. If no, then it's all about entrepreneurial. So you really have to choose one of your field to, so people can know you better. So people can connect with you and resonate with you. And that, when, that, when people resonate with you and people connect with you, you can talk more about them, with them. Mm, 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 mm. Got it. So, you have, so basically, you kind of need to think about the end in mind. Like you need to begin with the end in mind. So you know, what's the purpose of this channel? Is it something I'm just interested in or is it something I want to build a following around? And if I want to build a following around it, I have to be hyper-relevant. To be hyper relevant, all the content has to have a hyper focus. Is this yep. accurate? Would you you're agreeing with yeah, you agree with that? Okay. I think that's really powerful. So now what are the strategies that you apply regardless of the channel? Like whether it's Facebook or YouTube or Instagram, is there a certain strategies that work really well? Like there's a lot of people that create followings and nobody ever finds them. Is there a way to be found? Like if you're being authentically you at what point, like, do you just wait and trust and hope and finally someone meets you? Or maybe that's where you say collaborate. Focus on collaborating with people in your space, and that's how you'll get known over time. Is that kind of the strategy you believe in? Like, be your authentic self, and the way you'll be discovered is being your authentic self and creating content that's authentic to you. And then through collaboration, people will be exposed to you and find you and stick along and follow with you. Is that kind of – is that the strategy you, you, you tend to recommend most, or – because I just know of people that have tried to start a YouTube channel and then they've got a YouTube channel and they put up like 100 videos and they have nobody following them. And is it, you know, is it because they're not authentic or they're not relevant? I mean, it's tough to diagnose because it's such a, it's a hypothetical example. But do you get what I mean? Yep, yep. I think for social media, uh, people just wait for their content to get viral. It's just... Well, at one point, you just have to keep posting to keep creating content until um, one of your content is viral and you are going big. But aside from that, don't just sit down and wait. Just connect with people. If you really, really want to be on YouTube, reach out your families, your friends, promote out your YouTube everywhere. If you have budget, then go for the ads. If you don't have budget, then just go for uh, reach out to people, uh, tell them about your channel. Um, promote your channel out. It's the same on, on Instagram. On Instagram, I think it's easy. Most of the time when I always spare some time, maybe half an hour or a, a one hour to actually reach my audience, um, whoever, so, so for example, I just post this things about branding and marketing, the difference between them. So I will reach out to people who comment on my post first and then I reach out hey man what hits you home uh, why do you comment this on my post would love to connect with you and after I, I finish the comment section I will go to the likes people who likes my content and then I connect with them that way I can connect with them deeper have a deeper connection and I can really 
know what they want from me and how I can support them better. So I think just oh. look for people, keep reaching out people. Don't, don't just wait for people to watch your videos. They won't watch your videos unless your video is viral. But the way to make your video viral is just reach out to people, reach out to people. And if, if you have the chance to collaborate with others, let's say you want to collaborate with a bigger page than yours on YouTube or on Facebook or on Instagram, you want to cross promote, just reach out to them, offer them value. Let's all value you can offer them. Let's say you want, you want to make, you want to help them make videos or content or want to make caption mm. for them because you are writers just provide the value and just tell them um, in return maybe get a shout out or get an endorsement or whatever i think mm. people really want to have want to exchange value i think that's what um, most influencers want exchanging value i want to give because a lot of people actually ask for a free shout outs on my page on my student page on all all pages, big pages, just simply reach out. Hey man, can you give me a free shout out? No, it's not hard. It's, things doesn't work that way. You have to exchange value. So what can you give me so I can give you, give back to you? You, you don't simply ask for a free shout out. So if you just wait for people to follow us, to subscribe to our channel, to like our, our post, to comment on our post, they won't come. You have to mm. reach out to them. Mm. I love that. I think that's a fantastic tip about engaging. And actually, we heard that from another gentleman that's in social media about spending 30 minutes a day just to communicate with your audience, to reply to yeah. comments, to po like to poke people that are kind of already engaged with your stuff. Focus on people who share and comment first, and then likes. You know, just from most powerful uh, ways that they can support you to the least powerful ways that they can support you. And through that, you know, that's uh, that comes back to theirs. I forget who his name is, but he's got this thousand true fans theory that, you know, all you need is a thousand true fans and you'll have a million dollar business. You just need a thousand yeah. true fans. You might have, and then the true fans is a, is, is, a, is a factor of how close your relationship is with them. Again, we like we said at the beginning of the call, you could have a hundred thousand followers, but only have 50 true fans. You know, and so it's like, what are the, who are those true fans? Those people that love and like, you know, that are just like, they're ride or die. Like if you call them at midnight and said, hey, I'm in trouble. I got, I was traveling and they confused me for somebody else and now I'm in jail. How many people would like get up in the middle of the night to do what they could to help, yeah. them, you know, like that. And it's, it also goes back to the old saying, like people don't understand, don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And yep. a big part of that comes from engaging with them commenting, you know, interacting. I think that's really powerful. I think that's really, really powerful. Yeah, you know, there's a time when my followers, well, I post something I forget. I think it's about not giving up. I have to keep going. And then I share uh, my experience on the caption. And then one of my followers on House of Leaders that comment, hey man, so he asked me questions, a lot of questions about his family and his girlfriend. And I reply on the comment. There's a lot of comment there. And then the next, I think a few days later, he DM me. He say, hey man, I just want to thank, thank you for replying the comments I give, I sent you on your um, post, one of your posts. I say, mm. I say yeah, I remembered you. Um, what, what's wrong? What's happened? What actually happened? 
I have a really big bad family problems. My girlfriend leaves me. I'm really, really depressed. I almost killed myself, but because of your post and our conversation there, I decided to keep going. I have to move town. I just want to start a new life. I want to connect with new people and to say thank you. I dropped my tears there. I mean, from a simple post, yeah. just simply replying comments, you know, we can really, really inspire and help people people and save their lives. This yep. is so amazing. Yeah. yeah, you never know and it, you never know who's watching. You never know who's paying yeah. attention. You never know. Yeah. I actually had a similar experience with a guy from my hometown. Apparently we went to high school together or something and then he hit me up one day and he had said, Daryl, you know, I got molested as a child and I've been addicted to crystal meth. But because of your videos, I'm gonna clean my act up. And like you, he said, I'm I'm moving and I'm going to clean my act up, and I'm going to reconnect with my daughter. And that's just like, wow. you know, it's just like you never know who's watching. You never know who's there. Yeah, Someone yeah. might be listening to this yeah. right now, and I always think of that. That's why I always ask, what would you recommend if someone's starting or struggling? Because you never know if they're there, and that little gleam of hope might be what it takes. And for everyone listening, like, this is it. Like, there's a lot of hard work that has to be done, and that's why it's important that you – that's part of why it's important you be authentic, because if you're not authentic, you can't fake that. For a long time agreed it's agreed. really hard it's really hard if i want to pretend i'm taller and walk around on my tiptoes i can only do that for so long with you know like mm -hmm. i might work it might work for a while but after a while i'm going to go back to my normal height and so it's the same thing and i think that just makes it easier it makes it easier to just keep moving forward keep it simple i think that's yeah. really powerful so do you where do you feel is the future of this stuff like where is this stuff going What's going to be happening on Instagram in five years from now? What do you think? I think Instagram is growing really fast. I make my statement to my friends when I think in 2016 or 17, I tell them, uh, so a few of my students is from my hometown. I think uh, I have around almost 10 of them. I tell them, guys, I know you now you are working nine to five. You want to have um, your own brand, but you don't know how. I'm here to support you. I'm here to teach you how. But I need you to focus. Because five years from now, whoever have an, a big Instagram account, whoever have the biggest connection um, with their audience on Instagram is going to have, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make the real big money and you can even monetize that page to uh, to simply create your uh, few brands and new few brands but you have to really focus on this and here we are two years later instagram is growing big the the growth is crazy they have billions downloads and i think starting from now instagram is growing bigger influencers on instagram is still really really cheap now they're underpriced so if you, ha you, if you are business owners, if you have a brand, if you have a business, invest in Instagram. Just spare some budget and spend it on influencers. Invest on them. Just ask them to uh, create a content for you, a creative one. Just work with them. Because Instagram influencers is really underpriced now. You won't, be, you won't have this chance a few years from now. So... You better take this chance now. If you don't have the money, then find a way to collaborate with influencers. If you have the money, then invest on them. Hey, man.
Oh, sorry. I was on mute. I didn't realize that. I was just agreeing with you and going, yeah, even on Facebook right now, when you try to message someone, they, Facebook's got kind of two inboxes. Like, they've got the main inbox for people that you're friends with, and then someone that doesn't know you inbox you. It goes to, like, this other folder. And, and Instagram doesn't have that. You could look up, you know, you could look up Bill Gates, and if you – Bill Gates is on Instagram. If that's his actual Instagram account and he logs in on that, you send him a direct, you know, a DM – It'll like there's no filter. It'll go right through to him. Now he might be buried. He might be getting millions. You know, it might be like a stock ticker. All these messages coming in. But the reality is that there's no gateway like that. You know, like even LinkedIn, you can't message anybody and everybody yet right now on LinkedIn. I don't know what about Twitter, but you just can't reach out like that. But Instagram is just like a wild west right now. You can you can message anybody and ask them anything point blank, and it's going to go to the same message box that their friends and family and coworkers are messaging them in, which isn't the case on every other channel. On, like I said, on LinkedIn, you have to pay if you want to message people you don't know. Otherwise, and you're also limited in how many messages you can send. I don't know if you're limited in how many messages you can send on Instagram right now. I don't know if you are. I think if you are, it's probably up there. You probably send like 50-plus messages, which that's a lot of people, if, especially if it's going straight to them, you know. Like you could, if you're looking to influence, you could hit up all these politicians, all these world leaders right now. And again, if they're work, if they're actively, if they're not paying a, like a manager to manage their social media, if they're actually on it, if they log in, you know, it's going to yeah. go straight to them. You can't, you can't do that. Like even letters, you write some hand, write someone a letter. Typically, it goes to their receptionist or their secretary or something, and that's incredibly powerful. I mean, you are now more connected than we've ever been. It's so yep. easy anywhere in the world for, for nothing, for just like a, I can go to a, a freaking coffee shop, get free Wi-Fi, you know what I mean, and have the, cheap, the cheapest smartphone that I can get. And now I can be messaging people all over the world and telling them about what I want to do and trying to raise funds for my project. And so it's really just a lack of ambition and a lack of persistence. And you were talking before about balance. And I don't know if there really is balance. I think you just have to accept uh, time management is a way of life. In the sense yep. that, you know, I actually want to read this. I'm going to look it up because it's in my daily tracker. So every day I kind of plan my day. So they say never begin your day until you end it on paper. That's Jim Rohn. So I always try to plan my day. And I have a daily calendar thing that breaks my day down into 30-minute blocks. And it's not perfect, and I'm not always accurate, and I'm not always on the schedule, but I'm sure I get way more done because I think it through and plan it than before. And time is so powerful. I want to read this little poem. This is my favorite this is my favorite poem on time. It's by Arnold Bennett. It's called How to Live on 24 Hours a Day. And it goes, Time is the inexplicable raw material of everything. With it all is possible, without it nothing. The supply of time is truly a daily miracle, an affair genuinely astonishing when one examines it. You wake up in the morning and lo, your purse is magically filled with 24 hours of the unmanufactured tissue of the universe of your life. It is yours. It is the most precious of possessions. No one can take it from you. It is unstealable, and no one receives either more or less than you receive. In the realm of time, there is no aristocracy of health, of wealth. There is no aristocracy of intellect. Genius is never rewarded by even an extra hour a day. And there is no punishment. Waste your infinitely precious commodity as much as you will, and the supply will never be withheld from you. Moreover, you cannot draw on the future. It's impossible to get into debt. You can only waste the passing moment. You cannot waste tomorrow. It is kept for you. 
You cannot waste the next hour. It is kept for you. I have said the affair was a miracle. Is it not? You have to live on this 24 hours of daily time, and out of it you have to spend health, pleasure, money, content, respect, and the evolution of your immortal, immortal soul. Its right use, its most effective use, is a matter of the highest urgency and of the most thrilling actuality. All depends on that. Your happiness, the elusive prize that you are all clutching for, my friends, depends on that. If one cannot arrange that an income of 24 hours a day shall exactly cover all proper items of expenditure, one does muddle one's whole life indefinitely. We shall never have any more time. We have, and we have always had, all the time there is. And I love that. I love that because it's just so Beautiful, true. Yeah. yeah, like that's why I work from home, because now I don't have to commute to an office and back. I save that hour, that half hour, hour of each way. So that's like, you know, if it's 20 minutes each way, it's an hour. If it's an hour each way, that's two hours. I save two hours of time. You know, we where we live, the gym is right outside our door. So, again, and for me to go to the gym, it's like nothing. Like I've structured my life to try to capitalize on that time to take most advantage. The biggest struggle I have is sleep, getting enough sleep and going to sleep at the right time every night. And if I could figure yeah. out how to robotically go to sleep every night at the right time, my life could just run like a switch, switch watch. Like it would just be so flawless. And I, you, like you said before, you try to figure out balance. I think it's about how do you do it all together? How do you yep. make content with your family there? How do you plan your day? And, and sometimes you just have to accept there's only so many hours in a day. And so I'm going to dedicate two hours to this today. And whatever I get done, I get done. You know, every day, like yeah. I try to spend yeah. an hour with my daughter every day. If I can take her to the pool, I love to take her to the pool. That's just, again, we're in, there's two huge pools at this complex that we're in. And if I can, I try to sneak out every day for an hour, you know, and it's just, it's like that. It's health, wealth, love life, happiness, you know, survival skills, health, wealth, you know, love or relationships family, friends, business partners, and you try to just allocate time. I'm a big fan of if you had to live the same day every day for the rest of your life, what would that day look like? What time would you wake up at? What things would you want to do in the day? You know, how would the day flow? And try to plan mm -hmm. your life like that. I love, I'm a huge fan of that. I'm a huge fan of that, and I'm a huge fan. Like you said with posting, I feel like if you're posting once a week, Oh, saying this, I feel like with my own podcast, this podcast is a once a week thing, but I feel like you're only going to get mediocre results if you only do something once a week. It's better than not doing it for sure, yep. but if you yeah. really want yeah. to make something and have it be a resounding success, it takes daily focus, you know? I have yeah. a daily checklist of habits, and one of them is body, and it's, it's did I do something for my body today? It doesn't mean did I go to the gym, it's did I do something for my body. Sometimes rest is something I need, and that's what I did for my body today was I rested. You know, silence is part of music as much as sound is. And so I mm -hmm. think that, again, you know, like that balance thing, it's tricky. I don't think there's any balance. I think it's just it's being intelligent and making decisions, you know, not having it. Uh, like I have some friends in the Philippines that they're, they have three-hour commutes each way to work. That's six hours of their day. Like they're just on a bus just going to this. Like what are you doing? Like – that's terrible. Like, I don't know why would you do that. I remember I was in the last time I was, I'm in Vietnam right now. Last time I was in the Philippines, this guy cut my hair. He says he has a two-hour ride home, uh, a two-hour ride each way. He says he only has enough time to work, take the bus, go home, sleep, get up, get on the bus, come back to work. And I'm just like, why? well, why do you come here then? He goes, oh, because he makes more money. I'm like, okay, well, 
why don't you just move to the city then so you could save four hours a day? And he goes, oh, well, I don't, I, I don't have enough money. All my money's gone. I spent all, I spent all my money on traveling. He's like, I spent all my money. And he's like laughing. He's like, I spent all my money traveling to get here. So it's like, I think it comes down to that, you know? And um, anyways, I just, I love what you said. I love the topics we covered right Thank now. You, right man. now you yeah. talked about collaborating, being your authentic self, being patient, not being in it for the results, but being in it for the journey about dedicating 30 minutes per day to communicate with your followers, to, to thank people for commenting, to talk back with them, to, to talk, thank people that liked your stuff, you know, yeah. and then, and to find ways to focus, like focus on giving value and, and find ways to exchange value. Don't ask for something for free. Ask how you can be of service and then learn how to connect yeah. well with your audience and to put out as much content as you can every single day, creative content. But, appropriate content. If there's three topics you like, if you like health, if you like Pokemon, and if you like Ghostbusters, I'm just making stuff up, you know, or if you're vegan. So you, you, you like you like health or you're a vegan, you like Pokemon, and you've got this weird obsession with leather shoes. Don't put them all into one place. Have three separate yeah. places for each of them, right? One for each. Is that accurate? Yep. True. Got it. Well, if you can relate them, then relate them. If you can't, then just separate them because people will get confused on, well, what do you actually want us to know? Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I think that's easy to do with something like Instagram. I think it's harder to do with something like LinkedIn or Facebook, but I think it's still, yeah. you can do it with a page. Um, but I think yep. I definitely see the value. I mean, it's, the, the internet is all about hyper-relevancy. That's that's why Google won the search engine war. They they developed a way to make the search engine results more relevant for what you were searching for than anybody else. Everybody else was just an index, and it was like you know a wild west for what got to the top. But Google kept refining the process to try to find whatever was most relevant, most relevant, most relevant. And that's why I think you make that suggestion, you know, to have a separate spot. So if people stumble across your leather boot fetish page. You know, then it's all about leather boots. You're not going to start showing baby photos. They're like, what's that? I'm not into babies. Ew. Like, you know, uh, maybe they're one of those people that don't, don't want to have. I don't get those people, but, you know, or they, maybe that's the people you want. Maybe you want the people that love kids and love leather boots. And so that's like you said, if you can tie them in, which comes from knowing your audience and talking to them. So brilliant. I think you're brilliant. Thank you. Man. I think this has been a good call. Is there anything I didn't ask you that I should have asked you so far? Sorry? Is there anything I didn't ask you that I should have asked you so far? Well, I think we talk a lot. We It's it really been fun talk. I really enjoyed it. I even learned from this talk with you. Hmm. Thanks, man. We exchange value. Um, Look at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're collaborating, yeah. <laughs> Pat on the back. There we go. Good job. Good job. So we already said at the beginning of the call, House of Leaders on Instagram is a great way to reach out to you. What are some other ways that they can get in touch if they want to want to reach out and find out what you're doing or reach out to join your group about growing their following and and just learn? Um, before I say that, can I can I leave one last message for the listeners? Do it. Whatever happens, well, mindset is the most important asset. As what Tony, Tony Robbins says, success is 80% mindset, 20% mechanics. If you have great ideas, you have to 
I have the will to work to make it happen. So mm. you have to keep going no matter what. You never know when will the opportunity hits and get yourself out of that trash circle. You know that circle you are in. Mm. Um, it's not it's not a healthy circle. Be there enough to leave it. If there's anything, nothing anymore for you there, just leave the circle and keep learning, keep evolving yourself. Never stop building your good habits. Keep transforming and grow your mindset. So when that one single big opportunity comes and comes or arrives, you're ready and you will be real big because of that. Work your ass off. Really look forward um, seeing you, whoever listened to this, on your own stage powerfully. Mm. And to reach me out, if you have any questions, just please don't ever hesitate to reach me out to DM me on a personal page on Instagram, brilliant.liu. Um, brilliant is the, uh, is the uh, English of brilliant.liu. Or you can also drop me uh, an email on contact at houseofleaders.co. It's co, C-O. Perfect. So that's brilliant.liu on yes. Instagram or houseofleaders.co. Awesome. Awesome. Brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us today. I've, you've got a million plus followers, uh, at least on one channel, more than that across all of them. So I know you could be creating content for them. I really appreciate you coming here and sharing with my folks and just sharing your wisdom, your time, your knowledge. You've got family and followers already that are waiting for you. So thank you for coming to our little circle, our tribe, and, and sharing us with us for a while. And I look forward to you know following up with you in the future and seeing how things are going. Sure, man. Thank you for having me. I really hope everyone and you really get value from, my, from me. You've reached the end of our interview. Now, first, let me thank you for listening. I appreciate and respect you more than you'll ever know. And now I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. First, what three lessons did you just learn? What three aha moments just jumped out at you? Second, what can you implement for yourself and your business in the next 24 hours? Third, what can you give to someone else to help you with or give them to just do it for you? Whatever it is, remember taking action is the secret sauce to results. Now, if you think this interview would be helpful for a friend, please give them a link to it. It'll help them and it'll help me too. I'd also like to invite you to help me find out more about the challenges you're facing, your dreams, your goals, and how I can help you overcome what's holding you back. We both do better when we know better, and your success is my success. So please reach out and interact. You can visit our website, bestbusinesscoach.ca for Canada or California, where I'm from and where I'm living. You're welcome to also try out one of our paid programs. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and pretty much every other social media channel you can think of. You should also subscribe to the podcast. And if you're enjoying them, please leave us a nice review. It really helps. That's all for now. Once again, thank you. Take care of yourself. And remember, the world needs the best business you can build. And I believe in you.